0: We're doing a quick spoiler free review for it chapter two. Uh, this is just going to be a quick little 15 minute uh, review. We won't have any big news coming out this week as we're doing our theme park special with all the holiday events coming up. Uh, so, we have this review coming out today, and then we have a review coming out midweek for uh, Gears of War f- or Gears Five, that they're calling it now. So, expect those this week. And then, of course, on Monday, we have our podcast coming out where it's going to be all about the new uh, events coming to theme parks. Uh, specifically uh, Disneyland, but other ones as well. Okay, let's get into chapter uh, it. Chapter two. Okay, so uh, this came out uh, this weekend, and it was two hours and fifty minutes long. To me, it could probably shave off at least twenty minutes of that. It was a little too long. Um, so far, the Rotten Tomato scores looking at sixty four. Metacritic's got it at fifty nine. IMDb, which is the one I kind of usually trust a little bit more, is at seven point two. Uh, I thought it was okay. It wasn't. As good as the first one and I'm, and I'm having a hard time debating whether or not that was because you know the first one's got a little bit more nostalgia in it or it was a surprise hit but this one just kind of felt like it was it was a classic sequel It just couldn't live up to the first one so we're gonna go and break down the plot uh, again all spoiler free but the plot follows the original movie something that i grew up watching multiple times the book i haven't been able to catch or haven't been able to uh, sit down and read and i really should but generally, it's it's the group coming back to Derry and trying to rem, uh, to remedy the It situation again. Uh, after defeating... It was 27 years later. They defeated it when they were kids and they had a, a loser's club that vowed to come back and and seek vengeance if he comes back again. And of course, every 27 years, he comes, seems to come back and he's back. Um, the climax of the film, I felt like, was a little... So each, you know, we had the three acts or whatever, but uh, I think the final act... Could have been cut down quite a bit. It felt like it was very long. I remember when we we're like, okay, we're getting into the third act, looking at like how much longer the movie was gonna be, and was like, oh, okay, something's not right. This doesn't feel right. And it was just because there's so much to it. The middle act, it also felt a little long, but I understood what they were doing. They're kind of trying to do what the original movie was supposed to be doing. And the fact that we get flashbacks to them as kids. Uh, that is a nice treat to be able to have those flashbacks as kids, uh, because then we get to see kind of a little bit more of them dealing with post it's life and they were okay uh what, what happened with each of the kids you'd see like them looking back at a situation they had faced and then uh you know oh this is scary and then as the time goes on like in that same situation we're seeing that oh as an adult that thing is reoccurring but not you know a little bit of a twist sometimes a little bit modern twist or just a little bit different uh some of them are really good some of them actually flush out the characters a lot and some of them were just kind of tacked on it was okay Uh, And I think that's going to be the term we're going to see a lot from this movie is that it was okay. It wasn't great. Um, It does have some big boots to fill, so that's really hard to do. Um, Acting in in the characters and like that, I think, was the highlight of this. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people on our podcast. I've already been talking with them. uh, They disagree. We're going to be doing, by the way, we're going to be doing a very big, full, spoiler-filled review uh, in a week and a half. So expect that uh, not this week, but next week. Uh, So, so we'll be digging into all that, but yeah, so for the actors, we had uh, Jessica Chastain play Beverly. Uh, We had James McAvoy, the great James McAvoy. He played Bill. Bill Hader played Richie. uh, And I mean, that couldn't have been better casting. I was, I was excited to see Bill come back. I love him in Barry. I love him in everything. SNL fan for life. Um, So to see him get some work was awesome. And then him as Richie, just man, it blew the doors open. It was great. Uh, Isaiah Mustafa played Mike, did an excellent job. Jay Ryan was Ben. And then we had uh, James Ronson played Eddie. And uh, we had Andy Bean. We didn't see much of Andy Bean in this. He played Stanley. Uh, if you're familiar with the main story, you know you know what happens with Stanley. And then we had Bill Skarsgård come back as Pennywise. And I mean, he's just, he's, anytime they're going to, if they're going to ever make another movie, he already said they'll come back as long as this, the story makes sense. But we have to have him back. And then we also had <clears throat> the the old cast come back as well. I won't go over all of them. But, you know, you had Finn from Stranger Things come back as Leon Richie sophia lillis uh playing bev again so it, it's really a really great cast and i think that's our strong point we saw james mcavoy he has the stutter situation kind of return to him bill stutters uh, situation come back and he did an excellent job portraying that uh, it's something that i knew was going to be good because we've seen him with his in split and we've seen him be able to kind of like balance these disorders and and really kind of just still flush out the characters emotion through them so it worked out really well uh Jessica Chastain is bad, guys. What an excellent job. There are moments where she's truly terrified. And we've seen this again. Uh, we've seen this out of Jessica Chastain in the past. But she just conveys terror so well. We were like, get out of there. Get out of there. What are you going to do? Um, and, and even though, like, I would say a lot of the effects felt lesser than the first movie in a lot of ways. And I think there's a good reason for that. We'll get into that a little later on. Uh, still, her portrayal in those moments, you really felt for her. Um, Isaiah Mustafa, his guilt, he feels later on is, is truly, uh, well portrayed as well. Um, you know, you, you could kind of see him break down over that. Not like, Oh, I'm crying breaking down, but his, uh, his standing fall apart and in, in, in his eyes. And then, you know, the rest of the guys did really good and stuff like that. Uh, Bill Skarsgård just, I just can't get over how good of a Pennywise he is. And in this movie, we got to see, uh, Pennywise kick it up to another notch. um, I won't go into the details, but at the end of the old movie, we saw the extreme version of Pennywise, and I didn't care for that version. Growing up, even I thought, like, that's stupid. And I mean, back in the day, that movie with Tim Curry just scared the heck out of me. I watched it so many times and loved it. Um, But this version, they changed it up a little bit, and it's still following the idea, but they wanted to keep the benefit of having such an excellent actor like Bill Skarsgård on board. And so they did, and it worked out so well. I think they just nailed that part. This that might have been one of the best effects moments too is when he's doing his uh, super form. Uh, directing wise, uh, I think it was okay. Directing wise, it was there were some good shots I saw. One of them I really liked the transition that was the uh, um, this puzzle piece like coming up from behind the puzzle piece. That was kind of a neat little transition that caught my eye. But otherwise, yeah, it was a pretty pretty well done uh, movie that way uh, for the shots. You know, it was. Whenever I was a kid, there were these, like, wide open, making sure to catch the street behind it and stuff like that shots that were, like, trying to make sure to pull in as much nostalgia as possible. One little funny thing I thought, just kind of, like, was like, oh, my God, I'm getting so old. Some of the nostalgia stuff was, like, Street Fighter Arcade. And I was like, and uh, you've got mail posts in the background. Like, oh, my God, I'm so old. I'm in the nostalgia now. I remember watching these thinking, like, oh, that 70s show or something like that, like, it's beyond me. No, this is my child that we're talking about now. Now I'm worried. Um, But, yeah, so... They made sure anytime they could, they pulled in the nostalgia. And then when it was the adults, they made you do a lot of close-up shots. They were really uh, emotional-based. I know that they had some good actors that put the money out there. So they wanted to make sure to use them well. Um, pacing is definitely a problem for this director. We The middle of the movie felt like it mirand, uh, meandered a little bit too much. In the end, we just had too much content going on. We could have cut that down so much and really kind of gotten the same thing. I think if we kept uh bev and i think it's ben's uh store up uh, moments those are important mike's moments were pretty important they could have been cleaned up a little bit um and uh, uh billy's moments definitely could have been cleaned up a little bit it was important it was emotional impact sure but they didn't need to be so long so i think i think we could have tightened this movie up a little bit 200 uh, two hours and 15 minutes too long i think we could have gotten this down to a, a 220 210 area it was it was it was a hefty movie um but yeah, the director was Andy uh, Muschietti. Oh boy, that's a tough one to say. Um, of course, the book was written by Stephen King. That this is based off of the screenplay was Gary uh, Duberman. Now, thing about Stephen King is he, ah, this might be spoilery, but I don't think it is. We get a little St- uh, Stan, uh, Stanley action in this. Uh, he does do a cameo and it's a delight because there is even a little bit of a meta thing where he's talking about like, oh, I didn't care for the end of your book. And there's a lot of people who think it is a perfect book, except for the ending. They don't care for how it ended. And we'll go over that during our spoiler field review. Um, Again, I haven't read the book, but I'm familiar with how that ends. And it's quite different than every movie we've gotten so far. I think the movie's uh, made a wise choice to change that up. Okay, next up, let's go to the score and soundtrack. Again, it was one of those things where when we're at the kids moments, we have these kind of sweeping, like, I'm enjoying life. And then they make the hard change into horror soundtrack that i'm using air quotes you guys can't see uh which which is classic horror you know everything ramps up you know we have big rise and falls in our waveforms and everything's exciting and stuff like that uh and then when we're adults we have these kind of this music changes into a uh, sort of emptiness or longing because i think that's going on with each of these characters they are losing their memories as they're away from dairy and so they do feel empty there is something missing uh, so we're seeing that there are some good levity moments in between everybody, but in general, it's it's the music kind of gives you this idea that like coming together is the only way they survive, because being apart in one way, uh, they they need each other, you know, for emotional support, and they they grew up together and they they realize that as time goes on. Uh, production design, I think again, the set was really well done. Uh, one huge plus is they make sure to bring back locations we saw in the first movie so that you really have these like tie points these mirror points i think that's when the movie gets best is when you start to re- uh, see places again that you've been to already before because again we had like this long stretch of an act two then we start to see places that we recognize i'm like oh, okay now now we're back into it now we're fighting it this is how we're gonna do it pennywise is going down so i really like that uh one of the biggest downfalls of this movie in my opinion was the special effects in a cgi so the reason that these were so off-putting is because I mean it's not like they don't have the money, all the money in the world, it's because a lot of the jump scares or the big practical or uh, uh, computer-generated effects that we see are all done in the daylight, and lighting is so bad for computer graphics. When you don't have when you have it in the sunlight and you have everything super bright, you can see how the lighting doesn't hit your. Uh, monster the right way it feels off a little bit it almost looks cartoonish and so we have that we have characters and another thing too is much like Jaws Jaws was Jaws is one of my favorite movies and the reason it's so good is because we don't see the shark except for the end if you had the shark throughout the whole movie you would have Jaws 3 and you know you would see too much shark this movie, we saw the shark the whole time. Every time, not just Pennywise, but all of Pennywise's horrors that he brings upon them. We saw them often, and we saw them in the bright of day, and it was very clear to see. So we can get right past that. We live in a world of MCU and DC. We are familiar with big special effects. We see Iron Man and Thor and stuff like that running around. So you're not surprising us with that. You need to really kind of get us with the jump scare. Sure, that's fine. But one thing that always brought like the old one in... Was this like horrible thing happening to this kid, and it was like just increasingly bad, increasingly bad, and the tension rose as they were fighting to escape it. And that had moments like that in, in this movie, but it felt like the ones that were done mid middle of the movie were really kind of like, uh, you know, I see what you guys are doing here. Uh, the one that happened to Young Richie, I thought like the story behind that was super interesting. I can't wait to go into the spoilers for that one, the story behind Young Richie's life, but. When we're seeing the horror part happen, I'm just like, this is cool, but this is exactly like what Ultron would do. Like It just kind of felt like just okay. I mean, it wasn't really a scary moment or anything like that. In general, this movie, I don't think, is very scary. Even the first it, uh, uh, the, the, of the remakes from 2017 was very good and a thriller, but I wouldn't consider it scary. Uh, so basically, that's it. That's going to boil everything down for you guys. Again, this is one of our quick little jump-ins and just let you guys know what's going on with the movie overall i'm just gonna kind of throw some numbers out there i'll say it's like a high 70s probably like uh i'm gonna go 75 i'm gonna go i'm gonna go just a mid 70 i'm gonna go with a c good average c did i like the movie yeah sure it was fun to watch will i watch it again maybe if it's like on tv or maybe netflix and i'm kind of bored it's not like there are many horror films including the original it that are in my catalog of i need something good to kind of get me scared right now i need something that's like Oh, it's Halloween night. Let's watch something good. Sure, let me go get Tim Curry off the shelf and we'll watch some good old school It. Or I'll go get some Get Out off the shelf. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those classic horror films, the original Halloween. Oh my God, almost a perfect horror film. Uh, Those are the kind of movies we put in and they just, the music gets us and everything just captures us. This movie fell short of that. This felt like a sequel in so many ways. We've seen all these elements before. It was fun to come back to them, but it wasn't necessarily something that's gonna like drive me anymore. Uh the acting I thought was really good. I know there are people, including in our podcast, that disagrees on that part, and we'll help we'll discuss that. But I think the acting was legit. Um it was it was a big okay. And when you do okay, you get a C. So I'm gonna go with the C on this. All right, guys, that's gonna be it for our It Chapter 2 review. We're gonna do a big in-depth one in a couple weeks, probably about a week and a half. And then uh on Monday, so this is coming out on Sunday night, Monday. We're going to be bringing you guys our top five theme park rides and all the holiday events coming up and the things that Disney announced they're going to be doing to their theme parks. There's big renovations coming across the world for them. And we're also going to be going over um, our top five rides. And then next week after that, we have all kinds of cool news coming for you guys. It's going to be a really action packed month. We posted our whole schedule coming up this month. Uh, We have a comic book challenge we're going to be doing. All kinds of fun stuff video games, movies, comic books, everything coming your guys' way. All right, guys, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week.